fuck, I need a drink. What's going on, world? Welcome back. Season 2, Year 2, Gang Life Edition. What's going on, world? I'm going to start off by saying I uh, I lied to you guys. Um, last episode, I ended it with saying I was going to have somebody on for this episode. Uh, my boy, Lenny Kraft. Um, you know, we just, our, our schedules just didn't line up, you know? And uh, he'll get on here soon enough. But... Uh, yeah, I didn't have a backup plan to him. I have other people, but they're scheduled for other days. <laughs> so, uh, it is what it is. Rather than waiting until the next schedule, I just uh, figured I'd get on here, man. Len uh, will be on here soon enough. Uh, my man lost his leg two years ago in a motorcycle accident. And you wouldn't be able to tell. Like, the dude's spirit, his motivation, his drive, nothing's changed. Uh, shit, if anything, it's made him fucking more, I don't know, able, stronger, mentally resilient, everything, man. Dude's a... It's an honor to know the man, but he'll be on here soon enough. It's been a wild week. Well, it's been a while last week, a couple of days, I guess. Um, little man got sick. This dude, I put a video up on social media. Uh, what was it? Yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday, I put a, a video on my social media. And, man, the amount of nurses, doctors, and just, you know, professional parents that I know or that I have on there reached out and said, hey, that shit don't sound right. You know, I need to go. Go get them, like, looked at or something, right? They got that RSV uh, virus. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything about, you know, fucking viruses. But anyway, I took them uh, to CHKD. What's crazy is we were in the waiting room, and uh, the doctor heard him breathing. And uh, they actually got us back in the room uh, immediately, which had me a little concerned. I didn't realize it was that big a deal, but my dumbass. I learned. They ended up... Um, Giving them three uh, treatments through some oxygen tank. That, uh, I forget it. It was like some mixture of something that he was breathing in. Um, and, you know, a uh, little oxygen hose. Kind of looked cute, but I felt bad for the dude, man. I just know he's a fighter. So, um, yeah, man, we got through it uh, at the second treatment. So he was able to get three oxygen treatments. Uh, the nurse, or, I'm sorry, the doctor came in. Uh, during the second one, say the third one doesn't work, then we gotta take you by ambulance to get you to the main hospital to get us uh to get them looked at right because it's a respiratory condition. They can't just let me drive off with them, which is fine. I understood, but as soon as she said that shit, I was a little worried. I'm like, fuck, man, I've never been in an ambulance before. I'll be damned if my first time is gonna be because of my son. You know, um, dudes, we're too young to be riding in ambulances. You know, but you know, the good Lord watching over us and and uh, got us breathing right and got us got us out of there. Got us home with a little inhaler and some steroid um, medicine. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, dude's doing a lot better today. But it's crazy. You know, I put I put stuff out there, like me and my kids. And um, it's not to be like, hey, look at me. I'm so awesome. No, we put the good, the bad, the ugly. It is what it is. I don't know shit. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure this stuff out, man. I, I got uh, one shot of being a parent so far with Ava. And, you know, Amanda was here most of the time. I was in and out, gone, and, you know, she dealt with a lot of the sickness. She dealt with a, a lot of these types of moments, and, I mean, shit, I don't know what I don't know, you know? So I put these little videos up, not for, like, sympathy or empathy or, like, oh, my God, you're doing great jobs or anything like that. No, doing that shit because, like, fuck, man, if somebody hears something and sees something and tell me something, guess what? I listen. I'm not that big-headed, but I listen, and uh, I'm happy I did. Well, that's about my son. I was on the phone this past Saturday night with uh, somebody I've known since I was in high school, right? Somebody, uh, somebody I've known since I was a, a child, essentially, right? And she, uh, she texted me. She said, you got 10 minutes to talk? Nothing crazy. I said, yeah, man, 
I just called her right away. You know, of course, I got 10 minutes to talk. I never get these messages from her. Um, so, you know, of course, I got 10 minutes to talk. So she calls me, or so I call her. She picks up, and she says, Fadi, you won't believe what just happened. I said, what's up? She said, I was in L.A. visiting my sons with my husband, and I got a phone call. said, my house is burned down. <laughs> I said, what? Said, like, when she's telling me this shit, she's telling me this with a, a smile on her face. She's, like, laughing about it. Like, just like, you know, man, like, life is not going to beat her down. Like, she was just going to take this shit with stride and keep it going. So I said, what? She said, yeah, damn squirrel got in her attic, chewed up some wiring, and the whole second floor is burnt up. And, man, let me tell you, the, whew, like, <laughs> I don't know. You know, uh, just just her spirit coming in through the phone, just her voice, just her, her response to the whole situation. Um, I mean, there was nothing like it. There was nothing like it. And I had I was still a little clueless as to why she wanted to tell me this. And she's like, you know, I thought of you. And I was like, I was, I was so taken back because she's like one of my heroes. And for one of my heroes to tell me that she thought of me, when when life had you know tried to knock her down on her on her feet, or knock her down on her knees, um, I was I was humbled beyond beyond fucking words, I guess. Um, but she said, you know, her girlfriends were telling her like, oh my god, honey, this that and the other. And then when she showed up to the house, everybody that was responding to the fire, you know, the uh, the fire. Um, fire department, emergency services, insurance, uh, whoever, you know, whoever was there, they were all looking at her like, oh my God, you know, do you need to sit down? Do you need some water? And she's like, baby, honey, let me just get my diamonds. I'm going to go ahead and walk out <laughs> and then let me know what I need. Like, let me know what y'all need from me. She was so cool, calm and collect. They thought like something like she thought, I mean, that I guess they thought that she lost her mind. That's not, it's not losing your mind though, you know? It's always, uh, there's some people out there that move with strategy over emotion. There's people out there that move with emotion over strategy. You know, you know, this woman is a very, very intelligent woman, very educated. And, and, and time has, um, I mean, time has passed in her life. You know, she's, she's been through some shit is what I mean by that. For her to just say, oh my God, life is over. Uh, it's not her. It's not her and it shouldn't be a lot of y'all. She's a look at the positive side of shit. Like she wasn't home. She could have been home. Her, her and her husband could have been home sleeping when that fire broke out. They could have inhaled a whole bunch of smoke. They could have had the second floor come down on them because they didn't know a fire was going on in the attic. You know, uh, they could have lost their lives essentially, right? But they didn't. By the grace of God, God had them in, in Los Angeles and um, the fire out in Pennsylvania. Let me tell y'all, man. Uh, she is definitely an awesome person. Just to hear her talk about like how uh, you know okay she is, uh, just kind of not kind of just put that life back in me again, you know. And I need that you know from a day to day or a week to week basis. Shit, sometimes an hour to hour basis. Um, gotta move with strategy, not emotion. There's some people out there that just take all the emotion. Oh my God, everything is on fire. Everything is burnt down, and they completely forget the logic. Right? I get it. You know, it sucks to have your house burned down. And these are the moments that you got to take that deep breath in and breathe. All right. A positive mind finds opportunity in everything. A negative mind finds fault in everything. All right. This lady right here, a positive mind, clearly. And the same shit I've been saying to you guys now for a year, right? Uh, you got to be able to resist anger. You know, neur neurologists say that each time you remain calm uh, over getting angry, you're actually rewiring your brain to be calmer and more loving. And, you know, 
I'm talking about little moments here and there where you normally get angry, and it'll build up to the fact that you can see your house or you know um, have a, a loved one pass, and and kind of deal with it with it from a different um, mental point, a different mental state. Um, but it starts with today. It starts with what you guys got going on right now. It starts with the the asshole at the red light that's taking too long to go uh, at a green light, instead of you know laying down on your horn. Retrain your brain. Try to stay calmer. Those little moments that you train yourself at, right? You train your brain for calmness over anger, uh, will pay off in big fucking moments, and you won't know it until the time's already here. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Like I said, I just wanted to to share a little story. I don't want to put her business out there. She said she didn't want to put it on Facebook because the amount of oh my god, what happened? Everybody coming out the woodworks, motherfuckers that um, don't talk to you, wouldn't talk to you unless they just want to know. Um, you know, just want to be nosy. She even said this shit. She said, uh, if she would have put that shit on Facebook, there were some people out there that'd be like, mm-hmm, I'm happy that, like, low-key happy that shit happened. There's some people that prey on you, and there's some people that prey on you. P-R-A-Y versus P-R-E-Y. There's some people out there that don't want to see you succeed. And they're on your fucking friend list. I mean, shit, I might have some on my friend list. I know I do. Not my, I know I got some friends on my friend list. I still love them. I still call them friends. They just watching me. I'm not sure exactly what they're watching me for, but they're watching me, and I'm I'm sure they're hoping I fail, um, just to I don't know justify justify whatever pathetic fucking shit they got going on in their life. It is what it is. There's this old uh, prayer that I came across the other day, and it said, uh, "I asked God for strength, and God gave me difficulties to make me stronger. I asked God for wisdom, and God gave me problems to solve." I asked God for courage, and he gave me dangers to overcome. I asked God for love, and he gave me troubled people to help. And I looked at this prayer, and I looked at it over and over again. It's been a while. It's like, this is one. Um, then you got the serenity prayer and the footprints prayer, probably like my top three uh, little uh, prayers. Um, that just kind of, I don't know, man. You bring me back to fucking a baseline. I told you guys I don't get too religious with y'all um, through this, but I, everybody's got to have something they can lean on, rely on, talk to, right? Me, for this last year and a half, has been God. Whether he's been listening or not, I have faith that he's been listening, but whether he's been li listening or not, I can't definitively tell you that, you know, I know for sure he's been listening. All right, whether I can tell you or not, Amanda's been watching over us, I can't tell you for sure. I got hope, I got faith, and I'm, 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 I'm gonna say yes. She's been watching over us, right? Um, but I can't tell you for certain. What I can tell you is that I control me, and I've been controlling me. I've been controlling the way I react to things. I've been controlling the way I I, I see things, I view things, I approach things, and it's helped me out. It's helped me out a lot. But I didn't just start over this last year. I've been started like this. This has been me. I used to be an asshole when I was younger. I grew up a little bit into more of an asshole. I, I peaked at my assholeness, and I started to fucking plateau. And that plateau, like, you know, you get older. You get humbled with age. And um, that calm shit definitely uh, has, has played dividends, or has, I'm sorry, has paid dividends in what's been going on here in the casa. I used to tell everybody my moves. I used to tell everybody what I was doing, this, that, and the other. Now, I don't. I do them, and then people find out afterwards, and they ask questions. It's... Whether I answer those questions or not, um, that's that's up to the person asking and, and me and how I feel about that pe that person. 
all in all, though, man, if you guys got anything out of this one episode, it's to remain calm, all right? Just because you're moving doesn't mean you're moving forward. Ask yourself if your actions, your day-to-day habits are causing you to evolve or revolve, all right? You could be moving forward, but moving forward in a circle is not moving forward. It's just moving in a circle. That's revolving, all right? So much of what we do, so much of who we are day in and day out is based on our day-ins and day-outs. What are you doing day in and day out? And is it causing you to have any kind of growth or is it causing you to just stay stagnant? And is that stagnant um, lifestyle causing you to kind of deteriorate? Is that, is that like burning? Is that weighing down on you? Is it weighing down on your conscience, on your soul? Is it causing you to be anxious? Is it causing you to be depressed? Is that why you're sad? If you are sad, I'm not sure. I know a lot of people like this. I talk to a lot of people like this. And so, yeah. I don't want to say the word easy when it comes to this stuff because nothing's easy when it comes to changing your mentality and changing your daily habits, but it's not impossible. I will tell you it's not impossible. And I'm not going to follow with the words nothing's impossible because there are some things that are impossible. Like if you told me to jump in the, in the air, you know, eight feet, like I can't do that shit. It's impossible when I jump eight feet in the air. Um, that's a dumb, um, that was a dumb thing to say. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, you know what I'm getting at, all right? Do what you gotta do for you. Uh, next, uh, this next couple of week, man, we got a lot of big things happening here. Like I, I told, I've been telling you guys, um, just closed on a lake house and moving into it this weekend uh, with the kids. So a little getaway uh, every weekend here and there uh, for me, for me and mine. And uh, I'm really looking forward to making new memories in a new location. I've been telling you guys about these deja vu moments, or I've told you guys about these deja vu moments I have all over. Um, this area, you know, being with somebody for nine years, day in and day out, you know, eating, shitting, breathing, taking trips, walking, driving everywhere, right? In this area, uh, there's there's not too much that doesn't have a memory tied to it. Um, on the other hand, me and her have never been to this lake, so I'm hoping I can get away from some of these memories that, that keep haunting me and uh, kind of make new memories with the kids and some good family time. Um, you, as much as I wish she was there doing this with us, um, I'm really looking forward to, to this weekend and, and every weekend coming on uh, here on out. And I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in, and hopefully y'all got something from this episode. If those arms get tired and you feel like you know you can't swim anymore, it's okay to take a deep breath in and float. You don't got to keep swimming, all right? Take a deep breath in and float. I love you guys.